tuned into the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash, Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Hey, hey, happy Friday. Today on the Ash Cash Show, we are talking about the Dow future sliding as the bank stress test results come in. Nike reports surprise loss. Jobless claims fell slightly last week. States are pausing their reopening efforts. The government sending billions of dollars to dead people. Huh? House passes Democrat-led bills for sweeping police reform. Beyonce receives BET Humanitarian Award. LeBron James continues to build cooperative economics. And of course, ask Ash Cash. It's Friday, y'all. Let's get it. I ain't talking about rich. I'm talking about wealth, wealth, wealth. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk money. Ash cash show. Ash cash show. The Ash cash show. Ash cash show. The Ash cash show. Ash cash show. The Ash cash show. Show show show. Ash cash show. Ash cash show. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you go to the ashcashshow.com to subscribe to our podcast. Go to ashcashtv.com to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're still looking to make sure that we get a 1,000, at least a 1,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. So make sure you you like, you share, you subscribe, you do all of that good stuff uh, because we are, uh, you know, we definitely want to continue to grow the show. Uh, thank you so much for everybody who has subscribed already. Uh, I truly appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you to my Mind Right moguls on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Gang, gang, Instagram always, you know what I mean, uh, you know, coming through. Uh, so salute, salute to y'all. Um, and I appreciate y'all for always rocking with me. Uh, let me just double check on on, on Facebook uh, and um, YouTube, make sure our volume is right. Uh, let's see. All right, perfect, perfect. So we good on that side. So salute. Uh, Reginald Thomas, uh, salute. Janine Stewart, salute. Ruth Arthur McLeod, salute. Thank you guys for joining. Appreciate y'all. Uh, all right, so we're going to start with uh, the the daily inspirational word of the day. Um, and this, so so, I, so I'm going to give y'all a backdrop. So this, this kind of hit me uh, last night. Um. So, so normally because I'm up early, right? So I'm usually up early in the morning and when I get up early, I, you know, go through the news, read all this stuff, kind of see what's pertinent to you guys. And then uh, we go from there, uh, by, by midday, I'm usually done. Right. And so I'm usually tired because I wake up so early. So I try to take a nap, uh, during the middle of the day, but, um, but yeah, it just, you know, it's just, just sometimes that doesn't happen. So I think, um, yesterday because I had, um, like, interviews and stuff like that, uh, I wasn't able to take a nap. So long story short, I wound up retiring, you know, going to bed um, uh, really, really early. You know what I'm saying? So I think I, I, I want to say maybe, like, 7.30, I think. Something like that. I went to bed, like, 7.30, I think. Right? And so in going to bed, I woke up super-duper, you know, I, I woke up super-duper uh, early. Like, I woke up, again, like, 1 a.m., maybe, like, 1 or 2 a.m., 
And so because I, I woke up so early, uh, I was like, you know what? Let me get to work because I was just going to try to like go back to sleep because I knew I had to wake up at four. But I was like, you know what? Let me like I'm not really tired anymore because I took that nap. So I said, let me just wake up. So as I was waking up, um, you know, I, I went to work, I, you know, working on, on, on a few projects that I have or whatever. Um, and as I'm working on these projects, um, I was putting the content together for the projects and I and it just dawned on me that I was like, man, um, a lot of people are in need of like inspiration, motivation and things of that nature um, in order to, you know, because of these times, uncertainty, things of that nature. And it was just it just dawned on me. It was like, yo, Ash, yo. Yo, people don't need, don't really need inspiration, right? They need a plan. Um, and so that's what my daily word is today. Uh, is is simply that I posted this on my Facebook and on my Instagram, and it says, "You don't need inspiration. You need a plan, right? It's time to execute." Um, and the reason why, the reason why I'm saying this is this, right? Whether you are inspired or not inspired, right? Whether you are inspired or not inspired, it's not going to change the fact that financial freedom is our only hope. Whether you are inspired or not inspired, it's not going to change the fact that you have to take back full control of your life. Whether you are inspired or not inspired, you have to realize that this is not a game. This is literally the difference between life and death. If you want full financial freedom, if you want to maximize your full potential, if you want to to manifest your dreams in real time, then you need a plan. You don't really need inspiration because there are days that I wake up that I'm not inspired. There are days that I wake up that I read something and it it, it makes me, you know, feel like like I don't I don't want to do something, right? You don't need inspiration. You need a plan. And the reason why I use inspiration and not motivation because motivation is different, right? Motivation comes from within. So no one can't motivate you. Nobody right? Nobody can't motivate you. You have to motivate yourself. What happens is if you hear something that's inspiring, right? And once you hear that it's inspiring, it motivates you to do something, right? But regardless of the fact, whether you are inspired or not, you have to have a plan. So make sure, right? The best time to create the plan is while you're inspired. So I won't take away the energy that comes with being inspired, right? The best time to create the plan is while you're inspired. Because if you're not inspired, if you're not motivated, and you start to create a plan, it might not necessarily be your um, best plan, right? But at the same time, if you are inspired, right, if you are inspired, then that's the time to create the plan. Because at the end of the day, again, inspiration or not, you're going to have to execute. This is the time. Stop looking for, you know, ways to, uh, to be inspired as a prerequisite to doing what you know needs to be done.
right? It's all it's all mindset. And so, you know, every day my goal is to get back inspired. I think I, I spoke about this the other day where, um, you know, when you think about your negative thoughts or not feeling inspired or whatever the case may be, it's really just a, a barometer to tell you where you are at the, the current moment, right? And so, when I think about, you know, you know, I gave this example of, of driving in a car, and if you're on the highway towards a destination, every time you go off of of, of the path, you know, th th those things on the on the side wakes you up. It tells you, listen, you're 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 on a different path, um, and so those things happen. Negative thoughts happen. You know, not being inspired happens. Not having motivation happens. Like that happens, right? That happens to let you know that you're not, you know, you're not on the right path. But at the same time, at the same time, you don't stop the car to now get on the right path. You keep riding. You keep driving in the car. And, you know, you, you stay in the right path. And so regardless, right, regardless of, you know, whether you're inspired or not, you need a plan, right? Faith without works is dead. So imagine that. Faith equals your inspiration. But without the works, it's dead. And so you don't need inspiration. You need a plan. Get inspired if you need to. You know, inspiration for me is a daily work, right? Meaning that you know, there's so much noise out in the world that waking up and meditating is important. Praying is, is important. Uh, um, affirmations are important. Making sure you're limiting the amount of negativity or, or, or things that you don't necessarily like. Uh, you know, take times to, to kind of, you know, take those out of your, uh, your mindset. But you need a plan. You have to have a plan. Uh, so I'll leave it there as our word of the day. You do not need inspiration. You need a plan. All right. All right. So we're going to start with the news. Uh, so in today's markets, as of close of business, um, NASDAQ uh, reached back to 10,000. So it was up 1.09%. Uh, uh, as you know, on, on Thursday, you know, the, the market sold out. Um, and so the numbers were, were down uh, or, or Wednesday. Um, so uh, S&P 500 was up 1.10%. Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 1.18%. Gold was down 0.17%. 10-year treasuries were, were down 10, uh, 0.20 basis points. And then oil was up 2.71%. Uh, Dow futures slide after bank stress test results. And then Nike reports surprise loss. So U.S. stock futures were lower early Friday following the release of the Federal Reserve's latest bank stress test results and disappointing quarterly numbers uh, out of Nike. So Dow Jones Industrial Average futures implied an opening decline of nearly 100 points, while S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 futures are also traded in negative territory. The move came after the Fed's annual stress test of the major banks showed some banks could get close to minimum capital levels in scenarios related to the corona pandemic. Because of this, banks must suspend share repurchase programs and keep dividend payments at current levels 
for the third quarter. In other news, job jobless claims fell slightly last week, a sign that the economy is recovery is stalling. And so the number of Americans applying for jobless aids barely uh, buds last week, a trouble sign that the country's economic recovery may be slowing. Nearly 1.5 million Americans filed for initial unemployment benefit in week ending June 20th, a drop of 60,000 from the previous week. Another 728,000 filed for pandemic unemployment assistance, a new federal program for self-employed and gig workers. The figure dropped by about 40,000 from the week before. And so uh, there, there's definitely um, signs that the economy may be slowing down. Part of it is because of the uncertainty with states reopening. Many states who are losing revenue from businesses being closed. Think about the way the economy is structured. There are the you know federal government, there are state governments, city government, local government. Most of the governments, all of the governments actually, are funded by your tax dollars, right? And so if your tax dollars are not, being circulated, then they're losing money. They're losing revenue. So if businesses are not open, then they're losing money. If people aren't going back to work, then they're losing money. So that's why the states were saying, listen, we got to we gotta reopen. But um, as some of the states started to reopen, they realized that, you know what, uh, while, I'm, while we're reopening, uh, there's there's increase in cases that are, that are happening, right? And so um, now a lot of the states who... Uh, said that they were going to open or starting to pause their reopening. I know um, North Carolina is facing rising hospitalization. So Governor Roy Cooper on Wednesday extended the state's phase two reopening by three weeks and mandated um, uh, statewide mask wearing. Then you have uh, Texas Governor uh, Greg Abbott. He paused additional reopening plans yesterday as cases neared 126,000. Abbott also halted elective uh, medical procedures in four counties to free up beds just in case a blow to medical centers that only recently welcomed back their uh, money makers. Uh, officials in hard hit areas are worried. One Houston hospital complex filled 98% of their ICU beds on Tuesday. Right? So 98% on Tuesday, they, they filled their ICU bed. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis is pushing off the final phase of reopening after cases surged about 114,000 this week, driven by spikes in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach, and Orlando. Right? And then New York, um, or, or actually most businesses in, in those areas, including bars and nightclubs, reopened with capacity limits earlier this month. And then uh, New York, uh, while some regions are entering phase four, um, Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, broke the news earlier this week that gyms, casinos, malls, and movie theaters will need to wait a little longer while other states volunteer as, <laughs> as the guinea pigs. Um, and so... 
the 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 conclusion or the or the fact of the matter is that the CDC said yesterday that for every reported case of COVID nineteen, there are ten that we don't know of, and so they they believe that you know you know one in ten people who are reporting they have COVID uh, are not you know, uh, and so yeah we need we need to be dil diligent uh, still. Make sure you're you're practicing social distancing. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I go back and forth. I don't go back and forth. I don't think wearing a mask is healthy, and so because I don't think well wearing a mask is healthy, I limit the the amount of time I go out. Right, I'm not I'm not wearing a mask in my car. Um, if I'm out, let's say like at a Walmart or whatever, I you know I am. Um, you know, wearing a mask, but not for long because because understand biology, right? I didn't really pay attention in biology, but you know, I started to go back and and look at biology, and the reason why, um, and that's why I try to go to the park a lot because I want to be around trees because they tell you basic biology is that you breathe in, um, you know, you breathe in. Uh, H2O, right? Or not H2O, H2O is water, right? You breathe in oxygen and you breathe out carbon monoxide. So your body's your body says, hey, I'm gonna, you know, breathe in this this air and I'm gonna breathe out the stuff I don't need. And so as I'm breathing out the stuff that I don't need, I now am getting my air, right? I'm getting my air from the trees, right? The trees produce what I need, the O2, the oxygen that I need, right? And so when I think about wearing a mask, just simple. Like I, I, like I, like I don't really need to to know the intricacies of it. But if I breathe out into a mask, or if I'm breathing in um, the the O2, right, and I'm breathing out CO2, right, then what happens if I put a mask on? Now, as I'm breathing out. Some of the stuff that my body is, my body, my body's telling me that I don't need it. Some of the things that my body says I don't need is now being, um, I'm breathing it back in. And I'm actually not getting as much air back into a fresh air that I, that I, that I would normally get. And so I, I get the logic, right? I get the logic as to why they want you to wear masks. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it, you know, lack of oxygen uh, lowers your immune system, right? So, like, if you don't have oxygen, you're lowering your immune system. And so, if we're going through a pandemic that attacks your immune system, wouldn't you want your immune system to be the strongest? And so, I'm not advocating because the, the other piece of it is that this is, you know, as we see a rise in coronavirus cases... Uh, people are still catching it. So it's not like a game. Like, I'm not saying they're like, nah, you good. This is hype. No, I'm saying that if people are still catching the coronavirus, right, they talked about um, Houston uh, filling 98% of their beds and the economy has to open up because the economy, you know, because we have to stimulate the economy. Um, just make sure you're social distancing. So even, even, when, even when I'm out, right, even when I'm out at Walmart, I'm like, y'all, stay away from me. Like, if, 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 like, some people, like, if I'm, if, if somebody's 
grabbing something that I need, I'll wait till they leave. Like, I don't want to be around you because I'm not wearing, like, like I'll be honest. Like, I, you know, sometimes I take my mask over my nose because it's not, it's not healthy. Um, and so just be careful. Um, you know, if, if you have to be out and about for essential stuff, then great, do that. But, you know, all the stuff that's non-essential, just be careful. You know what I'm saying? Just be careful, you know, as it relates to that. Um, all right. So speaking of being careful, um, I love this quote, right? I love this quote by um, Les Brown. And Les Brown says, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the intentions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take the first step. Keep with the problem or determined to carry out their dreams. Well, now that sentiment is without a doubt because not only is the graveyard where people are, are, are dreams are dying, but also the graveyard is where stimulus checks are being sent. <laughs> so, you know, according according to uh, according to MorningBrew.com, there are 1.4 billion dollars worth of stimulus checks that were sent to more than 1 million dead Americans. A, con a congressional watchdog said yesterday. That happened partially because the Treasury's Bureau of Fiscal Service, which was in charge of sending out stimulus checks, didn't have access to the Social Security Administration's uh, set of death records. So the uh, Government Accountability Office, GAO, uh, released a 403-page report Evaluating Washington's response to COVID-19 pandemic, the conclusion is that there are room for error. Uh, the GAO also knocked the Small Business Administration for dragging its feet in complying with uh, investigations and for not addressing fraud risks stemming from the Paycheck Protection Program. It also said that the CDC uh, you know, initial COVID-19 tests had accuracy and reliability issues that hurt the U.S. early response. So the big picture is that as the economy recovers, it takes shapes or, you know, that there is going to be an intensifying battle on Capitol Hill over the next stimulus package because one, so not, not only are the rich getting richer, but the dead are getting richer as well. So $1.4 billion went to dead people. <laughs> In other news, Elijah McClain, uh, you know, uh, Colorado appoints special prosecutor to investigate, uh, investigate 2019 police killings. Uh, according to The Guardian, uh, Colorado's governor has appointed a special prosecutor to investigate the death of Elijah McClain, a 23-year-old black man who was put in into a neck hole by police in su uh, suburban Denver last year after a petition calling for justice gained almost 3 million signatures in just three weeks. Governor Jared Apollos signed an executive order directing the state attorney general, Phil Weiser, to investigate McClain's death 
and possibly prosecute those involved. McLean's name has recently become a rallying cry during the national reckoning over racism and police brutality following the deaths of George Floyd and others. Police in suburban Aurora received a call about a suspicious person wearing a ski mask and waving his arms as he walked down a street. Police say McLean refused to stop walking and fought back when officers confronted him and tried to take him into custody. His sister says her brother was walking to a corner store to get tea for a cousin and often wore a mask when he was outside because he had a blood condition that caused him to get cold easily. Police body camera video showed McLean telling officers, let go of me. I, uh, I am an introvert. Please respect the boundaries that I am speaking. Those words have appeared on so, uh, scores of social media posts demanding justice for McLean. McLean was kept on the ground for 15 minutes. Then paramedics gave him 500 milligrams of sedatives to calm him down. McLean suffered cardiac arrest on the way to the hospital and was declared brain dead on August 27th. He was taken off life support th three days later. House passes Democrat-led bill for sweeping police reform in the wake of George Floyd's death. According to NBC News, the House passed a sweeping police reform bill on Thursdays largely along party lines to address systemic racism and police brutality in the wake of, of the death of George Floyd. The legislation would ban all neck restraints, including chokehold and the kind used on Floyd by a then Minneapolis police officer, as well as no-knock warrants in drug cases as was used in the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky in March. The legislation would also require police departments to send data on the use of force to the federal government and create a grant program that would allow state attorney generals to create an independent process to investigate misconduct of excessive use of force. The bill would also make it easier for people to recover damages when police departments violate their civil rights and for the first time make lynching. <laughs> And for the first, I'm sorry for laughing, y'all. And for the first time, make lynching a federal hate crime. So lynch, lynching was not a federal hate crime. So go, go figure that if you lynch somebody, <laughs> it wasn't a federal hate crime. The House votes comes a day after Democrats blocked. Like I, I'm almost, I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I'm not even laughing like it's funny. Um, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not laughing like it's funny because I I also know that slavery was was legal once upon a time. I also know that black people were three fifths of a of a man, right? So I know that, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not I'm not I'm not laughing in um, as if it's funny. I'm laughing like wow, like yo, this is 2020. Like in 2020. Lynching was was not a federal hate crime. In 2020, lynching was not a federal hate crime. Um, the House votes comes a, a day after Democrats blocked a Republican uh, policing reform proposal in the Senate from advancing to the debate, calling a legislation flawed of a non-starter. A motion to open the debate uh, on the measure which needs 60 votes failed 55 to 45. Um, all right. In other news, Beyonce is going to receive a BET Humanitarian Award. 
Uh, BET has announced that it will be honoring Queen B as the winner of their humanitarian award at the 2020 BET Awards show. Beyonce is being recognized primarily uh, for her work with the Bay God found be, be, be Good Foundation, which has sponsored various initiatives since 2019, including uh, Formation Scholars, which aims to empower young women. Uh, B uh, has also partnered with UNICEF to create Be Good for Burinda, a multi-year clean water initiative in East Africa, and create the Homecoming Scholars Award, which supports students at eight HBCU colleges and universities. Most recently, uh, Beyonce and her mother launched the uh, I Did My Part initiative to encourage Houston residents to get tested for coronavirus and has donated to several COVID-19 mutual aid funds. All right. Uh, and lastly, salute salute the King James. And so I love I love this story, and then I'll open it up for questions. Uh, I love this story. Uh, LeBron James uh, and his business partner Maverick Carter have raked in a hundred million dollars for their new media company called Spring Hill, according to Business Week. Uh, and so investors, including Guggenheim Partners, UC Investments, and uh, the content company of Elizabeth Murdoch, who will join Serena Williams and others on Spring Hill's board. LeBron is the chairman of Spring Hill, uh, and Carter is the CEO. Um, and so uh, LeBron and, and, and Maverick were uh, childhood friends in Akron, Ohio. And uh, Spring Hill is actually named after the Akron apartment complex where LeBron and his mother moved uh, when he was in the sixth grade. And his first uh, Sports Illustrated cover was just five years out. Uh, and so Spring Hill's pitch is that, um, you know, with the daily business newsletter market cornered, uh, Spring Hill opted for what Business Weeks describes as part Disney storytelling power, part Nike coolness, and part uh, Patagonia uh, social impact. Uh, the pair say they aim to use Spring Hills to empower people of color to tell their stories. During the pandemic, Carter pushed for production deals with Disney and Netflix. And last month, Spring Hill uh, collabed with Lauren Powell Jobs XQ Institute to create the star-studded uh, Graduate Together event. Um, so looking ahead, Springs Hill's uh, first um, project is going to be the 2021 Space Jam sequel starring LeBron James. So salute to that. I, I love it because the fact that um, this is showing economic power. Um, there, there's, you know, there, there's other things that could be done, but this is showing economic power the way that LeBron was able to literally take his uh, childhood friends and change a whole industry from uh, from from basketball agency to to sports agency in, in general to advertising to marketing and now you know breaking into television like this is awesome um and so salute salute to lebron uh, i think that's that's definitely dope all right we are now opening it up for the ask ash cash segment of the show if you have any questions, you have questions, I have answers. If you have any questions, please uh, put your questions below. And so if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Instagram, if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on 
um, Periscope, Twitter, Twitch. Please put your questions in the comment box. In, in fact, I'm sorry, if you're watching on Instagram, please put your comments in the question box. But all the other platforms, uh, please put your comments in the comment box. Cassandra Poo, uh, welcome. Stacy Ray Richardson, good morning. Uh, those are my folks on Facebook. Nadij, I got to look over my, my, my camera. Nadij, welcome. We got Iris, welcome. All right. And so, 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 so just in case y'all, y'all can't see, I'm rock, I'm rocking my exclusive Ash Cash line. Banks don't recognize street, street credit by my guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not available yet. It'll be available soon. Uh, you'll, you'll go to shop.mindrightmoney.com. You know what I'm saying? I still got the tag on. You know what I'm saying? Just to show my face. My face is on there. You know what I'm saying? Official Ash Cash wear. You know what I'm saying? I got the tag on because I'm going to return it. No, I'm joking. Um... But yeah, go to go to shop.mindrightmoney.com. I still have a lot of books, right? So thank you so much. I, I appreciate everybody uh, who's supporting uh, my books. Um, you know, uh, I, I look at my, my Amazon numbers, and my Amazon numbers are going up. People are uh, purchasing books from Amazon. So e either way, I appreciate you. Uh, I do have books available uh, that – so, I, so I, I, I had – a, a inventory of books, right? I kept a lot of books in my house uh, because what happens was uh, when I would go to speaking engagements, people would, you know, I would set up tables or organizations would like sell, you know, ask to buy books. Um, and so I always wanted to keep um, books in my house. But since this, uh, you know, pandemic and the quarantine, a lot of the live events have been canceled. And so most of the speaking engagements that I thought I would have had are non-existence and even the ones that I'm getting via virtual, you know, doing webinars and stuff, they're not, you know, asking for books, right? Everything is sort of like digital right now. And so because of that, I've been uh, wanting to liquidate because I'm just sitting on money, right? I got hundreds and hundreds of books in my house that are um, not selling, you know? And so um, I, I want to liquidate them. And so I have literally uh, put my whole catalog on sale. And so if you go to shop.mindrightmoney.com, uh, I have books available. You can buy them directly from me. Um, if you use the the, the code MINDRIGHT, M-I-N-D, right, if you use the code MINDRIGHT, uh, I'm literally uh, giving you 25% of everything that's on there. So that even includes um, any courses that I offer. Um, uh, it includes any... Um, uh, e-planners, and so uh, the it's already discounted, right? So it's already discounted, but if you use the code MINDRIGHT, uh, you'll get an additional 25% uh, off. So make sure you go to shop.mindrightmoney.com. Use the code MINDRIGHT for 25% off. All right, let's jump on these questions. Let's see what y'all got for me. Welcome to Ask Ash Cash. You have questions, he has an answer. Ask Ash Cash. How can I get out of debt? Is this a good time a good to buy a house? house? What's a good credit score? It's a 401k. Yo, who's Dow Jones? What are your thoughts on black wealth becoming a trending topic during a time of uh, currency? Oh, this. Oh, oh, oh. 
Young MA voice. Ooh, that's a that's a good <laughs> that's a good question. Um, what are your what are your thoughts on black wealth becoming a trending topic during a time of um of currency de devaluation? The great thing about this, right? Um, the great thing about the question is this: is that regardless of currency deva devaluation, uh, currency devaluation is happening for everybody, right? It's happening for every single person. So it's not like uh, if the dollar is devalued that it's only going to be devalued for black people, right? So keep that in mind, right? Number one, no, that's number one. Number two is that wealth and income are two different things, right? Income is making money, right? And so as you make money, right, as you make money, you got to figure out how are you going to maintain that wealth, or how are you going to maintain making that income? But wealth is actually a system. Wealth includes making money, but wealth isn't only about making money. That's why people who make money aren't automatically wealthy. But people who are wealthy automatically make money. Right? So, so one does not equal the other. But the other equals the, the one. Right, which means that if you make income, you're not automatically wealthy. But if you're wealthy, then you automatically make income. So what do I mean by that? I mean that wealth is a system. The, the, the rich get richer. The wealthy get wealthier because they have a system in place, which means that it doesn't matter the devaluation of money doesn't matter to them, to wealthy people, because regardless, they have a system that whatever that money is going to be worth, they're going to still be making the money, right? And so I, I talk about this. I talk about there are four types of people. You have consumers. You have producers. You have investors. You have philanthropists. In order to be wealthy, you have to be all four. Not only should you be consuming, you should be producing something for people to buy. You should be investing in other businesses so you can reap benefits from that. And you should be giving back to the institutions, the people, the things that support you, right? And so this is, this is why valuation of the dollar is not going to matter during, the, you know, during that time, right? Because if you're a consumer, then... As currencies be, being devalued, right, if you're a consumer and currencies are being devalued, then, yes, it's going to cost you more money to buy things that cost you less before. But if you're a producer, guess what's going to happen? You're going to charge more for products or services. So those same consumers who have to pay more also have to pay you more because you're producing something. If you become an investor, then as you are investing in businesses and things of that nature, in the stock market and, you know, for, for a long-term perspective, as you're investing, the, the money that, that people are making towards those businesses are also going to go there. And so it's a great question. I think that black wealth needs to stay a trending topic 
and we should not be derailed at no point whatsoever because the value, the currency devaluation will happen for everybody. And I, and I get that a lot of people talk about buying gold, silver, precious metals to combat the currency devaluation. But I also believe that at a time where the economy is, um, the dollar is still strong, that that necessarily, if you have liquidity, then you do want to start jumping on that. But for the person that's in uh, asset accumulation mode, um, just make sure you're one of the four people or you're all of the four people, that you are a consumer, producer, investor, and philanthropist. Because that's how you circulate the dollar. That's how you circulate the dollar. You circulate the dollar by being those four people. Wall Street Philippe, salute, King. I appreciate the question. All right. Um, so let's see. So the pretty boy Dro says, what do you think is holding black people back from wealth like our white slash other counterparts, uh, black people. That's it, black people. What do you think is holding black people back from wealth like our, our white slash other counterparts, uh, black people? There is a, um, when you think about cooperative economics, that is the one, and, 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 I, and I've studied other ethnicities, I've studied other races, I've studied other wealth classes, and the, the reason why wealth isn't built in the black community is because we don't follow the models of those that came before us. Even if you go back to wealthy times in Africa, so we don't have to, we can study ourselves to realize when we were the most prosperous. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we were the most prosperous, you could you you could you could study the Jewish community. You could uh, uh, um, you know study the Hindu community. You could study you know uh, the communities that stick together and uh, you know create cooperative economics. That's what allows wealth to be built because the fact that the dollar stays in the black community only six hours. I would love to see an updated number because that's an old number, and I'm hoping that, that it's, it's more than that, but that's the data that we have. Um, because the dollar is staying in the black community uh, for six hours, that means it's leaving the community, and we don't create what the Hindus call the spiderweb doctrine, right? The spiderweb doctrine says that, you know, you know, as money comes into the community, we're now connecting that money within. Once it comes in, it, it's hard for it to get out. Um, and so I think that um, we need to start with ourselves, with our own communities, right? And so uh, um, I, I, I see this question. So Elegant Eleanor says, we're not financially educated and we don't need to take risks. It starts from young. I agree with that. It definitely start. It definitely starts from young, um, but but we we also have to take control as well. Uh, but I wanted to read this other question. This other um, this other um, comment from Faith 
like gravity. Faith like gravity says, stop the division of human uh, humanity, uh, energetic beings, becoming one with all. Um, please, please, please. I would love. I would love to um, for you to expand on that. Um, but I do think that I, I agree, though. I agree that um, we are one, right? We're one as a human race. Um, and I think that there should be um, equality and, you know, to all human human beings, regardless of who you are, regardless of your faith, uh, you know, your faith, your gender, uh, your ethnicity, all that good stuff. But the truth of the matter uh, is that uh, people are, you know, people are made different. People are just made different. Doesn't mean one is better, right? Doesn't doesn't mean one one we're all human. So you know I don't you know I don't look at one you know being better than the other, but the fact of the matter is we're, we're made different. You know what I mean? Um, you know I'm a you know I'm a man. You know my my wife my wife is a you know my wife is a woman, right? And I and I'm not. You know, I'm not talking about uh, like L any like LGBTQ thing or anything like that. I'm just you know using this as a as a, um, a basic uh, comparison, right? And so biologically, uh, I'm you know I'm built to do certain things, right? And biologically, my my you know her being a woman, she's built to do certain things. Um, I'm a black man, and there are people who are born white, right? Um, and so at the end of the day, somebody who's black, um, because, and if you don't know this, the, the melanin uh, is because we come from hotter, you know, hotter regions. So I, so I could sustain heat more, right? That's why we could live, you know, um, you know, in, you know in, in hot areas, right? And white people are, uh, don't have melanin because you know when, when you think about evolution they were they were they were in colder areas and so the way their skin is created right so there's differences there's differences in people and why do I say that um what's good for the goose is not good for the gander meaning that what's gonna work for somebody in one region is not gonna work for um somebody in the other region. And so while we say that we're all humans and we all human, you know, we're all humans and the consciousness of stick, sticking together and all that stuff as one, it's not going to work, honestly. It really is not going to work. There can't be equality, right? And when I say equality, I'm saying there can't be equality um, based on who you are because there's different preferences, Right. What 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 is what is real? And, and let's say let, let's say, for instance, economically. Right. There are certain things that white people buy that black people don't buy, buy. And there's things that black people need that white people don't need. Right. And so our you know how we're marketed to is different. How, how we buy is different. Our spending, everything is different. And so if we just take it a, a step further and deeper is that in order to be so so when we say humanity and we should be all one from a humanitarian perspective right what we're saying is what we're calling it is interdependency right but if you look up the word right if you look up the word interdependency right i'm a, i'm a, i'm going to look it up for y'all so you can see what what interdependency means 
right? So inter, I-N-T-E-R, dependency. <laughs> I wasn't going to spend, I wasn't going to spell the whole thing, right? So interdependence, right? So interdependence is the dependence of two or more people or things on each other, right? The new economic interdependence of two nations, right? The dependence of two or more people or things on each other, which means this. That in order to be interdependent, there has to be independence. I can't depend on you if you don't have if, if you're not dependent. Does that make sense? You can't depend on me if I'm not dependent, if I'm not independent. Right? Think about that. The re so so if relationships, the reason why most relationships don't work. Is because a lot of relationships, you have somebody who is his who is not independent getting together with somebody who's not independent, and they think that getting together is gonna cause them to be interdependent. No. Because who who is who is who's leaning on who? You got you got one person who's 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 not independent. You got another person who's not independent. Y'all get together, and then now that that breeds greater non-dependency, right? And so, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, relationships work where you have a uh, somebody who's independent. They can stand on by on, on by by themselves. Then you have somebody else who could stand by themselves. And together they get together and they become a force. In the in the in the word in the words of, of fabulous, you know what I'm saying? You're we're I'm I'm a movement by myself, but we're a force where we're together. Fast out the fab and neo, right? You make me better. I'm a movement by myself, but we're a force when we're together. So you have this independence, and you have two people who are independent come together to become interdependent. And so in order, so, so, so I believe inter interdependency, meaning that black people, I'm talking black people specifically, in order for them to become interdependent with other nations and other ethnicities and, and become this human power, this oneness that, that people speak of, black people have to be independent first. Because if we don't become independent, we're, we're going to keep begging. We're going to keep asking. We're going to keep asking for our freedom. We're going to keep asking for civil rights. We're not even asking for more than that. We're like, yo, be civil. <laughs> Fetch out the Michael Che. We're saying, yo, just be civil with us. Because we don't have no independence. So, so now we become black people. We become... Um, the stepchild, the parent, understand this, right? The parent is not, most parents are not going to take care of their stepchildren more than they take care of their actual children. Some will. But for the most part, parents are not going to take care of their stepchildren or, you know, somebody who it wasn't built for. They're not gonna. They're not gonna take care. They're not gonna put them in the will, right? And I, I'll give you this example, and then I'll get off of this, right? 
I'll, I'll give you this example and I'll get off of this. Is this. Is imagine you start a company, right? Imagine you start a company and you start this company and you want to pass this company down to your kids. And now when you start this company, you want to pass it down to your kids. You're, you know, you start hiring interns to work within your company. And you don't pay your interns nothing. You give the interns knowledge. You know, you don't give them nothing, though. And I won't even, you know, I won't even elaborate what you do to the interns. Let's just say the interns work for free. But you built this company for your kids. If years down the line, the kids inherit this company, and then the descendants of the interns are like, yo, my, 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 you know, my ancestors built this. My ancestors built this company, so I deserve to be put, I deserve money from this. The I, I don't think the heirs are going to be having that. And so, I think, and even though it's fear, and even though it's right, that the interns should, or the descendants of the interns should benefit from that. I think it's right. I think they should benefit. But I don't think that the fight should only be to benefit from what from what, what was built. I think that the interns should now say, yo, you know what? I got these skills. I know how to create. I know how this how this company was built. I'm actually the driving force of the of, of the company. Without me, the company, without me and my ancestors, the company wouldn't even exist. And so now, the interns start your own company and build your own wealth. And if you and if you think it's fair, continue to fight to get to get part equity in in that in that company. If you think it's fair. But at the, at the end of the day, don't reduce your power by only looking to be interdependent with a company that wasn't built for you. Hopefully, y'all catch my drift. Right? Think about the music business and, and, and why certain people within the music business have been able to become billionaires. Yeah, you know, pay us like you always fall. You know what I mean? Yeah, we could talk, but money talks, right? So I get that. I get it within the music business. We see it. We see it within the music business. A lot of a lot of artists worked as interns. And but they got the knowledge. They say, yo, I'm the culture. It's me. I'm the culture. I'm the one. So why am I why am I giving so much to them? All right, I'm gonna start my own. And now they start their own, they start hiring their own, they build their own infrastructure to the point where a lot of these, these companies, are, they don't know what to do now. And so I love to talk about, you know, being one and uh, being human race and all that stuff. I love it. But that's not, that's not step number one. That's step three. Right? Step, step number one is knowledge itself. Step number one is knowledge of self, knowing who you are first. Because without, without a knowledge of self, you don't love yourself. Without loving yourself, you can't do for self. And if you can't do for self, then what are you? Right? So that's number one. Number one is knowledge of self. 
Number two is now creating independence, right? It's creating independence within the community. And so step number one, that knowledge yourself and do it for self, that's all number one. So you have to be self-sustainable within your own household first. And then then, then step number two is that you got to build a community, not a neighborhood, right? We live in neighborhoods. Let's not create, let's not create neighborhoods. Let, let's, let's create community, right? And so once you create a community which is economic in nature, right? You control the resources, you control, you know what I'm saying? You become those four people. Once you do that, then step number three, because you become independent, now step number three is interdependency. You know, like like we're, we're 13% of, of the American population. And so at the end of the day, you know, in the words of uh, Dr. Claude Anderson, Dr. Claude says, listen, Buy black, sell to everybody. So, yeah, that, that's where in the, in interdependent co coming at. So, all right, y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. They're kicking me out. I appreciate y'all. Yo, yo, I saw that comment, uh, you know, uh, uh, Grace the DJ. Salute to you. Uh, Grace says, uh, sidebar, I love hearing the birds chirping in the background. Yeah, yeah. You know, I live, I live in the countryside. So, you know, fast shout to the birds. Good morning to you. The birds are chirping. Nah, salute. I live on the countryside, so, you know, fast out to that. But I appreciate y'all. Make sure you go to the ashcastshow.com. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel or, or podcast. Go to ashcasttv.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we're looking to get 1,000 subscribers. Tune in tomorrow. We got an exclusive interview tomorrow with a psychotherapist, my sister. I'll see y'all next week. Have a great weekend. Same time, same place. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. You are now tuned in to the Ash Cash Show. Your number one source for financial motivation. Get your mind and your money right.